Well, hi there, folks. Welcome to Stinchfield, the podcast. So do you want to be rich? Do you want to be happy? Do you want to be successful? Do you want to have lots of friends? Do you want to be able to navigate all kinds of challenges? This podcast is for you. I'm going to get away from politics a little bit, though it does go to the heart of conservatism, the advice that I'm going to give you about individual responsibility and taking responsibility for your life. Um, I wanted to do a podcast that my son could go back and watch and say, okay, what are some tips and tactics to navigate life and ultimately have success if you do all of these things? These things come from my mistakes. They come from some of my successes. They come from advice from others, all of that. But I wanted to put it down on video for him and ultimately for all of you. And I hope you find it worthwhile. Of course, the podcast is brought to you by Midas Gold Group. MidasGoldGroup.com now is the time to put your money into precious metals if there ever was one. Uh, the guys at Midas Gold Group can help you do that. MidasGoldGroup.com, 855-322-GOLD. Do it today. All right, let's get the party started, folks. Uncensored and unapologetic, this is Stenchfield. Here's your host, Grant Stenchfield. All right, thank you so much. GrantStinchfield.com, GrantStinchfield.com. That's where you can sign up for the email list. That's important. So if anything were to happen to me, I get canceled anywhere, I can still communicate with you, let you know where I am. GrantStinchfield.com, sign up for the email list. Stinchfield's Army rolls because of that email list. Uh, and, of course, Stinchfield's Army merchandise, the podcast. You can sign up, and all the links are there for uh, for signing up for all of the content that is everywhere. So I wanted to go through... What I believe are a few of the tips for success in life, success being happiness. And, you know, for different people, success means different things. Some people's success is all about money. Some people's success is about happiness. Um, I think it's a combination of both of those things. I don't need as much money as some people do. Some people say their goal in life is to become a billionaire. Mine is not. Mine, I don't even think, is to have $100 million in the bank. 40, 50 million in the bank, I'd be happy with. Um, but working towards that goal. To me, the American dream is being able to pay your bills on time, take a vacation when you want it, stay in a pretty nice hotel, take your family out to dinner whenever you want to go out, let them order whatever they want off the menu. If your car breaks down, you got money to fix it. Maybe you got some cash in reserves. You're investing here or there. That's the American dream. It's not about being Mark Cuban or a billionaire. It's about having all of those things, having, having, this is the key to happiness, the key to success, the key to the American dream. It's having some of what you want and all of what you need. It's that simple. I have some of what I want and I have all of what I need. There isn't anything out there that I need that I don't have. So that's one way to judge where your life is today. All right. So with that, Let's go through some of these. I jotted down on one page, advice for my son. Surround yourself with good people. Uh, I cannot tell you how important this is from a young age. Who you surround yourself with is a direct correlation of where you end up in life, okay? Uh, this is the same thing for school. You surround your kids with the screw-ups in school. Guess what? You're going to get caught up in all kinds of bad things. You're going to be the one to end up being suspended. You know, Jim Collins, the guy who wrote Good to Great, talked about who you let on the bus. 
put the right people in the right seats, get the wrong people off the bus, and that bus will go great places. So make sure you surround yourself with good people all the way through life. Now, I myself don't have tons of friends. I have I know people who have tons of friends. Now, I know a lot of people. I can go to conservative events. I know most of the conservative influencers, politicians, and things. But I can't call all of them really close friends. I just know a lot of people. In Dallas, where I live, I've been here a long time. I know everybody. I can go to almost any restaurant. I'm going to run into somebody I know. But they're not my friends. Friends, I can probably count on one hand, maybe less. Close, loyal, trustworthy friends. These are the people I surround myself. When I need advice, I go to them, okay? Including some of my family members as well. The other piece of advice that's so important and I can't impress upon you enough, make good decisions. It sounds so simple. But if you make bad decisions, bad things are going to happen. You make good decisions, good things are going to happen. Now, things aren't always in your control. But I had a coach that says maybe in error but never in doubt. Okay? So when you're making a decision, be decisive about it. Go with it. Trust your instincts and intuition. We'll talk about that a little bit later here, about trusting your intuition. It is so important. But the ability to make good decisions, again, has a direct correlation on where you go. And that means having to assess all sides of a situation, and then come to a conclusion. Don't listen to others just because they're peer pressuring you into doing something, just because it sounds good, just because they're making great promises. You've got to be able to critically think and independently assess the situation at hand, then make a decision and make it decisively. So making decisions is one of the most important things, good decisions, one of the most important things you can do to have success in life. And here's another one. When you talk about surrounding yourself with good people, don't ever be afraid to ask for help. If I could tell you one piece of advice, this is it. This is about security versus insecurity. So the most secure people in the world are not afraid to ask for help. They don't care what someone's going to think. It's the insecure people that are so afraid to ask for help. Oh, what's that person going to think if I don't know the answer to this question or I don't know the best way to get this outcome? I'm not going to ask him at work. He's a superstar. He's going to think I'm inferior to him if I... Who cares what he thinks? What your goal is is to get the outcome you want. If somebody else has knowledge you don't have, why would you be afraid to ask them? Because in the end, you'll get the outcome you want. That'll make you look great in front of your boss. Maybe it's your boss you got to ask for help. Presidents of the United States have advisors, okay? Some are better at this than others. I think Joe Biden's an insecure guy. That's why he surrounds himself with beta males. He doesn't like people telling him what to do because he thinks it makes him look weak. The opposite would be President Trump. An alpha male who's very secure in himself asks people for advice all the time. President Trump has asked me for advice. Hey, Grant, what do you think? When should I announce my run for the presidency? I'll never forget when he asked me that question. And I told him I thought he should do it in this month. And lo and behold, coincidence or not, maybe there were a lot of us who were saying the same thing. He took my advice and announced at the very time when I thought would be best for him to announce his run for the presidency the second time around. So 
don't be so insecure that you're afraid to look weak by asking for help. I'll never forget when I was first working at NBC5 in Dallas. There was a reporter. His name's Ken Kaltoff. He'd been there forever, and we can still say he's been there forever because he's still at Channel 5, and I've been gone for, for 11 years now, and I worked there for almost 10. First day I got there, I needed a source inside the Dallas Police Department. I don't know anybody in Dallas. I'm new. I had just come down from New York, Connecticut area. I went right to the most experienced reporter, and I looked him in the eye. I said, hey, Ken, I need your help. Do you have a source inside Dallas police that I could call on this story? He looked at me. I'll never forget. He looked at me like, how dare I ask him? Now, if I was insecure and weak, I would have crumbled. But I wasn't. I want to look good for my boss. I want the best story possible. Here's the guy who's got the source. Ken, do you mind giving me a source? He gave me the phone number. Some lieutenant, detective, whatever it was. Gave me the phone number. I call him. I get my story. I move on. The boss is happy with me for the day. Ken's probably saying, how dare that young reporter come in and ask me for a source? Well, one, you gave me the source. What's the worst that happens is he says, no, I'm not giving you one. Then I know where I stand with, with that guy. But no, he gave me the source. He was always willing to help, albeit a little bit begrudgingly along the way. But but he was. I'm always grateful to him for that. And I get my story. I have success because I asked for help. Because I had enough confidence in what I'm doing. that I really didn't care what anybody else thinks of me. The only people I care that thinks about me are my boss, my loved ones. And, uh, you know, really, that's it. My boss, my loved ones, and those people that I respect. So this gets into security and insecurity, but it also gets into another philosophy about being confident, not cocky. So I want you to be confident in life. Trust your skills, especially when you work hard at honing those skills. Always be trying to learn and improve upon those skills. So this podcast you're watching right now, see how this, I can take my, if you're watching it, if you're listening, you can't see it, but I just took my little Grant Stinchfield sign off the screen. I do all of this myself. I'm 54 years old. There's a lot of 54-year-olds who are not technologically savvy. I knew that in order for my career to keep up, I needed to stay up with the time. So I'm always working hard at technology to figure out the new technology, the new ways to do things, all of, the, all of those things. I'm confident in my abilities to communicate, but I'm not cocky about it. I know there is always somebody out there that's better than me. And I know I can always learn from somebody else and learn from situations. But when I come head on with a challenge, especially in media or small business, I am so confident in my ability that I'm going to get through that challenge because of some of the things I'm going to go through with you here that we keep moving forward. And that's really going to be my last piece of advice is always be moving forward, always be gaining knowledge, always be looking for the next, your next step in life. So I'm different. Some people say, hey, what do you want to do 10 years from now? People ask me that question. I have no idea. I know what I'm doing right now is what I want to be doing. Now, what I want a year from now in this business is to have a larger reach because the larger my reach, the better it is for America. And quite frankly, the more money I make. My, my goal in this business is to reach more people so I can help the country move in a better direction so I can end up making more money, okay? Now, if that is hard to imagine or unfathomable to you, well, I'm sorry. But I love what I do. 
I love doing radio in the morning. I love my TV show at night. I love doing this podcast. I love talking about conservative politics, which is why I don't feel like I have a job. Finally, I've sold all my small businesses. You think I love trucking? No, I don't. You think I loved oil chain shops and and auto mechanic businesses? No, I didn't love those. These were all businesses I own, tree trimming. You think I loved having an arborist company? No. You know what I did love, though, and still do? I love looking for businesses to buy. I love the hunt of the business. I don't love running these businesses. I'm good at it, but I don't love running it. But I love doing this. So I found something I love. My father said to me, find something you love, the money will come. And boy, uh, he has been spot on on that because all along the way, even in media, when I was working in mainstream media, for the, for the longest time in that, I really did love my job, especially as an investigative reporter. Uh, it was it was great. Um, hey, folks, l- let me tell you, and I'm going to keep going with some more advice here, but I want to tell you about my friends over at Patriot Mobile. PatriotMobile.com forward slash grant. 972-PATRIOT is the number, 972-PATRIOT. Um, my Patriot Mobile phone is super. I know that I am getting great service. You choose between the three networks, so you don't sacrifice service. But the money that you're paying Patriot Mobile instead of the big three cell phone companies is going to support conservative causes, Second Amendment issues, First Amendment issues, religious freedom, right to life, uh, supporting programs that support our veterans, our active military. The big three cell phone companies aren't doing anything like this. So this is why I talk about a parallel economy, and it's so important to support the people that uh, support us. And I'm grateful for Patriot Mobile for supporting this podcast Um, which is why I would ask you, make the switch today, patriotmobile.com forward slash grant. Uh, Do it. Free activation if you use the promo code grant, 972-PATRIOT, 972-PATRIOT, patriotmobile.com forward slash grant. All right. Love what you do. That was the number one piece of advice I got from my father. He says, follow your dreams, love what you do, the money will come. And in many respects, that has been true for me. Now, I've had ups and downs, but by following this advice of surrounding myself with good people, making good decisions, being confident, not cocky, okay, not being afraid to ask for help, I've always rebounded from the challenges. So I don't take myself too seriously, okay? This is how you go through life even keeled. Don't take yourself too seriously. Don't put too much stock in the ups and don't put too much stock in the downs. Because when you're on top of the world, there will be downs. When you're all the way down at the bottom, there will be ups. You have to remember that when you're in both spots. Enjoy the ups while they're happening. But prepare in case something bad happens. And when the bad happens, know the ups will come back. They will, and you have to have faith that they will. Now, God gives you free will. You've got to do something about it to turn it around. But as long as you're proactive, as long as you're always moving forward, you will get through it. The worst challenges in life, you will get through it. So when I talk about not being cocky, but being confident, there's a saying, a buddy of mine, his name is uh, Mark Lonis. I play golf with him. He would say on the golf course, if you made a long putt or you hit a great shot, you cheered and yelled, he'd say, hey, act like you've been there before. 
This is what I tell my son sometimes. He will know this saying. I say act like you've been there before. If you score a touchdown or you make a big interception, you don't go wild celebrating like many of these NFL players do. You act like you've been there before until you're really good. Then when you're really, really good, when you're the best at the game, when you're a Hall of Famer, um, then you can do this. Now, I just found this one little clip on on, uh, Instagram. Kennedy Smith is a Texas A&M track alumni. She's now in media. I'd never heard of her. But she posted a clip of her father. And uh, for those of you wa- uh, listening, you're not going to be able to see it. But she does a little hurdle. She's a track star with her dad. She's about, I don't know, eight or nine years old. And she grows up to go run track for Texas A&M. Um, and I, apparently at A&M, when she's really good in winning races, she likes to pose for the camera and smile and saunter and, and do all these things. Well, apparently that started as a little kid. Listen. Lib, lib. Perfect. Woo! Perfect. Keep running. Candy, stop. Don't look in the camera until you're good. Right now, you're kind of pooty-tooty. All right, really so you hear what he says? She walks up to the camera after that little hurdle with her father, and he says, stop looking at the camera until you're really good. Right now, you're a little fruity-tooty. And uh, she wasn't real good. Well, I've got video of her after she became really good, and she kept going with the cameras. And, and it, 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 if you're listening, you can't see this, but I wish you could. She's a beautiful young woman, and she likes waving at the camera. She likes posing for the cameras. After she wins, she's putting on a show. But you know what? She's running for Texas A&M. It's Division One track. She deserves to put on a show. But act like you've been there before unless you're a major leaguer. Okay, it's like in Bull Durham. Remember, you you can't wear the funky, grossed-out flip-flops unless you're a major league player. Then, then if you're a major league player, then uh, you know you 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 just got pizzazz. But when you're still in the minors with funky, moldy flip-flops, you're just gross. Uh, her dad summed that up pretty well. Now, with that, leads me to another very important piece of advice for anybody out there. And you may laugh at me when I tell you this, but those of you who watch me a lot know that I like to joke around a little bit. I'll do it on the shows. A lot of times I'm serious. A lot of times I'm yelling and screaming. A lot of times I'm I'm pouting and, and angry. I would like to say not pouting, but angry. But I also like to smile. And I'm going to tell you something, folks. If I can teach you any skill in life, smiling is the number one skill to have. If you smile through life, I promise you, you will have success. If you go to any job, I don't care whether you're a cashier at McDonald's or whether you're the CEO of uh, Wells Fargo. If you smile, people will instantly be drawn to you. The success chances increase when you smile. You smile at a day at work, people want to be around. Your boss is going to like you. Everybody's going to Say, you know what? That guy, gal, is a good guy or gal. Smile. It is so important. Now, not all the advice comes from me. Jim Valvano is one of my heroes. He was a great college basketball coach. He died of cancer. He gave that great speech shortly before he died with so much life's advice. Um, The Jimmy V 
organization, you know, helps fight cancer, the V Foundation. And uh, but he had great advice. And I'm going to play this for you. um, And I hope you hope you listen intently. To me, there are three things we all should do every day. We do this every day of our life. You're going to have what a wonderful number one is laugh. You should laugh every day. Number two is think. You should spend some time in thought. And number three is you should have your emotions moved to tears. Could be happiness or joy. But think about it. If you laugh, you think, and you cry, that's a full day. That's a heck of a day. You do that seven days a week, you're going to have something special. And so So what did I say? I say smile. Learn how to smile. It goes in with laughing. Laugh every day. There's nothing like it. You know, my morning radio show, I think my favorite part about it is that Jen Horn and I, we actually do laugh during the show. Not only do we laugh on the show, we laugh during commercials. We have so much fun. I get my laughter in every day. I certainly think every day. My job requires me to think more than you. I maybe overthink when I'm driving. I'm thinking. I'm thinking about my monologue. I'm thinking about foreign policy. I'm thinking about what's the best solution for President Trump to use to tackle something else. Or I'm thinking about, I'm thinking about, you know, my family or, or how do I do something with my, I'm always thinking. It's all I do is think. A cry is a different one. I can't remember the last time I cried. I've welled up a couple times. Uh, I get emotional about things at times. But I don't cry every day. I certainly don't cry tears of laughter every day. I don't cry tears of jo- uh, of, of despair every day. I, I, maybe I need to try this. Maybe I need to get in touch with my emotions more than I try it. Because Jim Balvano, the, the success that he had and the success that his players had, the effect that he had on so many people in life was so amazing that I would take his advice when uh, when he says it. Laugh every day. Think every day. And cry every day. So I had another basketball coach who gave me great advice. His name was Coach Clinchy, Richard Clinchy. He's still coaching basketball, I believe, back in in New York. I had kind of a love hate relationship with this guy, but he was one of the most instrumental men in my life. Any any guy out there knows you had somebody who was instrumental in your life, and if you didn't, then you didn't follow the first rule: surround yourself with good people. Sometimes. You can surround yourself by choice. Sometimes you're surrounded by people that you have no choice in being surrounded by, like family members. This basketball coach of mine was an instrumental man in my life, Richard Clinch. I'm going to tell you his piece of advice for, for me in just a moment, but I've got another piece of advice for you when it comes to protecting your finances, <clears throat> and that is Midas Gold Group. Uh, look, folks, with all the uncertainty we're seeing in the world, a centralized digital currency, a government that has really turned into a police state that is going after conservatives with a vengeance, what do you do to protect your finances? Certainly, I wouldn't want all my finances tied up in a bank where the assets could get frozen. God forbid some t- catastrophe happens. The electronic systems go down. But gold is a commodity you can hold. Midas Gold Group can help you purchase gold. MidasGoldGroup.com, MidasGoldGroup.com. 855-322-GOLD is the website, 855-322-GOLD. They are veteran-owned, and here's the real key. I know all these guys personally. I trust them. I've been around them now for a couple years, and uh, so many of our listeners, both on the radio show and here on the podcast, use Midas Gold Group. The reviews are, are great, 
and they are there for you. So I urge you, give Midas Gold Group a try. MidasGoldGroup.com, 855-322-GOLD. Give them a shout. Again, it's about protecting your financial future. All right, I told you I had a basketball coach that um, gave me great advice when it comes to life. And it was, he had lots of lines. Some lines they don't do in basketball anymore. Like he had never give up baseline. If we gave up baseline, oh, you were getting pulled out of the, you're getting pulled out of the game. Now I watch NBA and college, but they give up baseline all the time. Why? I still think not giving up baseline for you basketball fans is a great deal. He also said good shooters get the role. Now this can extrapolate to life as well. If you're a great basketball shooter and you practice all the time and it ends up coming out that good shooters get the role, don't good people get the breaks a lot? If you're a good person, sometimes things are going your way, right? In golf, this works all the time too. Good golfers always get the breaks. The one time they yank one out, it hits a tree and it bounce back, bounces back into the fairway. I don't know, maybe it's karma. And there is something to karma which is about being a good person, surround yourselves with good people, smile, make good decisions. All of this leads me to believe that good people will also get the role of life. Good shooters get the role. But the one that he he really had an effect on me, this Richard Clinchy, my basketball coach, was he said, take care of the little things and the big things will take care of themselves. Now, sometimes you have to take care of the big things. But if your I's are dotted and your T's are crossed and you're going through life and you're taking care of the little things, you're watching your business, you're making sure no one's stealing for you. The big things, the big picture always comes into focus when you're taking care of the little things, when you're taking care of the details. And um, I think it's great advice to always remember that. Take care of the little things first. The big things will then end up taking care care of themselves. Now, the other piece of advice I got from from somebody else, gentleman by the name of Ray Hunt, who is a billionaire in Dallas, for those of you that don't know the term Hunt, Hunt Consolidated Oil, phenomenal guy. I had the pleasure to get to know him real well. He he ended up being, I guess he would be a, um, uh, a, a, a demise of a divorce, so when I'm divorced 10 years now, but when I knew him, he was, he was the father of my ex-wife's good friend. So I got to be close with him then. After the divorce, kind of separated, went our own ways, no problem, because he taught me great things in just the year or two that I got to be friends with him. Um, Ray Hunt told me, always trust your instincts. And, and I'll never forget when he says, you know, they talk a lot about women's intuition, but men have intuition too. They just weren't taught to trust it. Trust your gut feeling. If something doesn't feel right, believe it, know it, trust it. So um, it is good advice to trust your instincts. Now, where I have run into trouble is deciphering between fear and intuition. And it's very difficult because Am I just being scared to get in this business deal? Am I just worried about losing money? Or is this intuition that it's a bad business deal? I can't tell you how to decipher between the two. But if you do your homework, you do your research, and you realize that 
The fear is not warranted when it is related to the chances of success. This is especially when it comes to business, maybe a relationship. I would lay down what are the odds of success when I've gone through the company financials, when I go through who are the key players working for the business, when I go through the market that it's involved with, maybe the location. If my chances for success are really good and I'm still afraid, well, maybe it's fear I'm dealing with. Now, if everything's everything is really good and I feel off, something is amiss, it doesn't feel right, that sends to me that it's more intuition. But you're going to have to figure this out for yourself. But know the difference between fear and intuition. Trust your intuition. Be practical about fear. So it was great advice from Ray Hunt uh, about that, which another piece of advice he gave me is always leave yourself enough cushion when you make a deal that you can recover from the deal, which means never bet it all. I was up at the casinos in Oklahoma with my son. We went to see Gabriel Iglesias and we're leaving the casino and he's like, dad, there's pawn shops over here. I said, yeah, there's always pawn shops around, around casinos because people risk it all. They're left with nothing. And then they go have to sell the watch their dad gave them for high school graduation or turn in a money clip that was a gift or, or a ring or earrings or to get money to go back and gamble the rest of it. You're making a bad situation worse. Don't ever get yourself in a situation where you have risked it all, which is why I think one of the great pieces of advice is get yourself an emergency supply of cash. Leave yourself. Tony Robbins had said six months to a year of an emergency supply of cash. And if everything was to go to hell, you've got some space and you've got a runway to ramp back up and recover because you're confident, not cocky. You're surrounding yourself with good people. You are a smiler. You make good decisions. Okay. You laugh. You think you cry every day. You take care of the little things because the big things will then take care of themselves. You trust your intuition. Give yourself a runway. So when you do all those things, you're going to be able to bounce back. Speaking of Tony Robbins. One of the most important ones was early in my life, uh, one of my mentors, a man named Jim Rohn, said, Tony, all you have to focus on in your life is find a way to add more value than anybody else does, and you'll never have to worry about anything. Be the person that does more for others, and life will just be anything you want out of it. it. really is what it is. And so, and he also said the way to do that is every day work harder on yourself than anything else. Because if you become more intelligent, more valuable, more skilled, you can add more value to other people. All right, a lot of what I'm saying, always be moving forward is about adding value to yourself, working on yourself. And I do think his mission is a noble one. If you find something to do for your life, if you make your life's mission, it can be about making money for you and your family and setting your kids up. But if you find something to do that adds value to others, one, I think you're going to make money in that prospect, okay, because people are going to want to be part of that. But two, it's a noble cause. And it gets back to the idea of karma. And what would God want us to do? What would Jesus want us to do? What path would he want us to take about adding value to others' lives, about being a good person? All of these things fall into these general principles. So if you're my son, Wyatt, who's watching this, know that I love you so much. Don't be afraid to hug people, love people, show affection. That's a last piece of advice. I'm always trying to show affection to my son, though he knows I'm not afraid to 
take him down a notch if that's what it has to happen to make him a better person, building men, making them tough. Um, but in the end, love is the greatest gift you can give your children. And I add some of this advice to all of it as well. And so I think if you follow some of these simple things, there's a lot more advice out there. Um, but these are simple things, you know, surrounding yourself with good people, making good decisions. Don't be afraid to ask for help. Smile, laugh, cry, be in touch with your emotions, trust your intuition, and uh, add value to other people's lives. Love what you do and always be moving forward. Always. You know who's a guy that does a lot of that? Mike Lindell over at MyPillow. MyPillow.com forward slash Grant. The discounts are insane if you use the promo code Grant. I told you I wear the slippers all the time. I got the sheets. I got the pillows. I got I got towels from Mike. I got everything because I support what he's doing and the quest that he is on. But he also has such phenomenal products. I give him his gifts all the time. MyPillow.com forward slash Grant. Use the promo code Grant. Pay Mike a visit. And don't forget GrantStinchfield.com. GrantStinchfield.com. Sign up for the podcast on Apple, Spotify, wherever you find podcasts. Subscribe. If you're watching this live, please hit like on the video. Please share this video. Maybe you know somebody who could use some of this very simple advice. I hope I didn't oversimplify life, but that's my specialty is oversimplifying. Share this with somebody because it is about love. In the end, love like it's your last day on earth. Okay, don't hold grudges against people either. Learn how to forgive and move on. Always be moving forward. That's why I always say Stinchfield's army rolls. And when we roll, we move forward. God bless every one of you. See you on the Real America's Voice show tonight. See you, folks.